Hello, everybody, and welcome to The V-Spot. I'm your host, Andrea Mancuso, founder and CEO of Intentional Healing and Wellness. I created this podcast because I believe vulnerability is our true superpower, and I want to promote a safe space where we can come together and engage in conscious and courageous conversations to encourage individual and collective healing. In the V-Spot, we will choose courage over comfort as we speak our truth and pave the way for others to do the same. For each episode, we will unite in empathy and embrace our superpower as we spend quality time together here in the V-Spot. Thank you for tuning in. Hello, everyone. I'm super excited for today's special guest. Sylvia High is the founder and CEO of Aiming High Incorporated. She's an author, master coach, and training and developing strategist with nearly 30 years of experience and success. Sylvia has led transformational workshops all over the world. And today we have her all to ourselves. So Sylvia, I wanna say thank you for joining me today in the V-Spot. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm super excited. And so I always like to begin by acknowledging my guests for their courage, because accepting an invitation to a podcast where you have no clue what questions will be asked (laughs) of you, right, is absolutely um, a testament of your vulnerability. And so first, I want to, you know, publicly say thank you, you know, for being so courageous. And next, I want to give you your flowers before I ask you the first question, Mm -hmm. because I'm not sure if you actually know this, but you are one of the primary people that I credit all the time for being where I am today. Right. And having you join me in the V spot is so surreal because it really is a full circle moment for me. Mm -hmm. You know, it was six Mm -hmm. years ago when I entered the room in New York City for my first personal development workshop. And I was blown away when the doors opened and you came walking into the room, right? And so I had the privilege and the honor to spend four days with you at that time, witnessing what I would call magic, right? And what I would go on to tell people, your gifts are magical to to observe. And um, it's absolutely one of the reasons why I am here in this moment. So um, I couldn't sleep last night. You know, I'm super excited and I really wanted to say thank you for having such a profound impact. So kind and I'm honored. Thank you. Thank you so much. So humbling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, one of the things I was thinking about last night was how special that is, right? Because oftentimes in work that you do in work similar to what I do, we don't always know the impact. Right. Like right off the hand, right off the bat. And so to be six years later, sitting with you in this moment, I was just like, yeah, I felt like Christmas. (laughs) And that feels good, you know, because you don't know. I have no idea. You only hope I have an intention. You know, I have an intention. And when I um, go to do the work and work with people in that way, but you just don't always know. So that's so good to hear. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Well, Sylvia, tell us why coaching and facilitation, you know, what influenced your decision to do the work that regularly seeks to empower others to think differently? Well, so I I think I need to set a little context around that. Um, This, I started quote unquote coaching and doing transformational work 
before it was a thing. Mm. So you yeah. got to go back in time. It literally has been, um, I was a student in the, in the trainings in 1991, right? Mm. And began to work in a transformational business and company for four or five years. And uh, just like yourself, if you take on the work, you start to understand just a bit of your own worth value. And mm -hmm. I was able to get clear that I've been put on the planet to be a contribution. Now, I did not have clarity about what exactly what that contribution was to be. So, uh, but prior to that, whatever led me to that was that I did exactly what I had been raised to do, which was go to school, get good grades, graduate from college, and get you a good, good job, working for a good, good company, <laughs> and retire and live happily ever after. Yeah. So I had a six-year stint of quitting and getting fired and, and, and doing well, and then coming right back to, I had a cycle with the yeah. corporate work because, and, and, and it just got to be too much to be quite honest. And I was having what I didn't have the words for at the time, a life defining moment. I was living in Seattle, Washington, and I was in a full blown breakdown. And mm -hmm. I went one day and parked my car reflecting, looking out at Lake Washington. And I say that, and I write this in my, in the chapter of my first book is in the first chapter of, I feel like I filled up Lake Washington that day with my tears. And um, I began to weep and cry because based on paper, everything about how my life was, I should have been ecstatic. I made great money. I had the company car, all the benefits. I could do my job in my sleep. My boss lived in Utah. I worked from home before working from home was a thing, yeah, right? Yeah. And I could help support my mom who had been amazing. So I had tremendous amount of guilt of, and I had the skills and the ability to do the job. Mm. And after the excitement would wear off, um, Andrea, it would, my interest would diminish and then I would yeah. self-sabotage. So I had created a very terrible self-loathing conversation that if I didn't change my ways, I was gonna be a loser, is the mm. actual harsh words I live use with myself. Anyway, long story short, which has already been long, I, I weeped and weeped that day. And um, then I finally, ask a question and I won't say it was an audible voice of God but it was it came back strong why am I here mm. and wow. the words that came back in my spirit was to make a difference just like that as clear as I'm saying it to you this morning mm -hmm. and then the next question that came up for me was what do you love and without hesitation people I've loved people since as long as I could remember. And that's all I got that day. I needed a lot more than that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I made another yeah. decision. I was going to quit that job. And I wasn't going to take another job until I decided what it was that I wanted. Mm. But that's wow. really what drew me to this. And then through a series of doing and trying different things, I landed um, in, uh, as a student in transformational training and um, went, wow, this is what I was born to do. And that began my journey. And it has been consistently that since that time. There's all kind wow. of great nuggets in between that highs and lows and all of that, all which now I am very clear were, were great teachers. Yeah, 
I need it too. And, and I will say this to people that are trying to find their way. Things aren't always the way that they seem. Mm. So that year was the hardest year of my life, right? But it was really my book being written. It just didn't feel like a book. <laughs> it felt yeah. like a confused person that didn't know what the heck she wanted to do with her life. And so that wow. began my journey. That began my journey mm. with coaching and transformation. I've always, um, as a young child, I think been in awe of human beings and us, yeah. you know, what it means to be a human in the mind. And I didn't have all the fancy words, but our potential and all of those things is just kind of, I was born to do it really, absolutely mm. born to do what I'm, I'm doing. And thank God I was guided and found my way here. Yeah, I love, I, I mean, everything that you said, I love. And I, I, what I especially want to point out is this aspect of according to, let's say the outside eye, everything you had happening at that particular time, you know, could have had you ecstatic, right? About life, but it wasn't quite it. And I think that for anybody who's tuning in and who's listening, um, that's so powerful, right? Because if there's that feeling of, wow, I look around, it's all here and it's not quite it there's an opportunity to make some shifts and changes to really like get into alignment. I think that's, that's incredibly powerful. And mm -hmm. Sylvia, you know, I think it's, I'm, I'm confident to be able to speak for countless other people when I say that you have, we're so grateful that you stepped into this work, right? Because you have a profound way of making people feel seen and uplifted. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious, what work do you do for you? that allows you to consist consistently show up in that way as such an inspiration mm -hmm. for others? Yeah, that's a very good question. And if I don't do it, ooh, it's not good news. <laughs> so mine is really prayer. I, um, um, I pray every morning, but it's gone from like, what when, when sometimes people hear prayer and they think of whatever definition you have of it. But I have very profound conversations daily with God. I really do. You know, I whine and tell them all the stuff that I want and what's not right. And then I've learned to shut up and listen. So it's a monologue. It's not longer a monologue, it's a dialogue. And mm. I've learned to be still and listen. And I now know that that quiet voice that we oftentimes ignore, like people call it intuition, this, that. I call it the Holy Spirit. Um, that's where the truth in us live. And I have to stay acutely aligned with that truth uh, to keep my cup full and running over. So when I share with the world, I'm really sharing from my saucer and not my cup, you know? Um, the moment I allow that to get, I'm a, I'm a really prickety snickety about the conversations I have. Um, I believe language is powerful. So even when I'm socializing with friends, for instance, you can't do just throw away lines with me. Like you mm. can't love me to death. If you say that to me, I will correct you. I'll say, mm. love me to life. I don't have ride and die friends. I have ride and thrive friends. Mm. So I'm a love extremely uh, rigorous gatekeeper of what I allow in my ears, what I allow in my eyes, because that's gonna saturate my heart and my thinking. So um, that's what I do. I monitor the conversations wow. I have with myself. And this is the other thing I would say, become a keen observer of your thoughts. I actually listen to what I'm saying to myself. 
<laughs> and when you can become an observer of your thoughts and know that you and your thoughts are not one, that you're actually authoring everything that you're thinking and on a dime, you can shift and start authoring something different. Then you become um, the controller, if you will, of your experience for sure, how you're experiencing life, which then empowers us usually to take actions that are empowering. And then we end up with a the results that we want. So I don't know, that was a long answer. Yeah. If, I, if I put it in a nutshell, yeah. it's prayer. That looks like me quiet. It looks like me also talking to God. And it absolutely looks like me journaling. I journal to God. And then I say, God, what do you have to say to me? And then my pen goes super fast. And all this stuff comes, I call it downloads to me. Yeah. And wow. minus that, I'm not good after, I can't go more than a day or two without it. Cause then I start to break down mentally and emotionally. And yeah. 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 That's like the, that's the fuel. I, I absolutely think that that's so, what I hear too, is this important aspect of quieting the distractions, right. In order to become a keen listener to your own mm-hmm. thoughts, mm-hmm. right. Cause I think that sometimes when we have so many different things on deck, and um, we are not allowing for the stillness mm-hmm. and the time yeah. to connect. And I think, I think that's so that's so powerful. Um, and ride and thrive, everyone. Ride and thrive. Those and are the, the people ride and to thrive. have around. I got ride and thrive. It's not they gonna roll with me until I'm not here. But I yeah. just, I, I don't even like. I'm just that. I, I just believe that is so much more empowering. You know. Here's yeah. one thing I want to add to that. I think we all are very con- more concerned about our public conversations and what we say out loud to other people and around other people. I've come to know in my life, the most important conversations of all are my private conversations. The ones that I'm having with me, about me. The ones that I'm having to me, about me. The ones that I'm having with me, about the circumstance. It's my private conversations that are the most important conversations of all. Wow, I love that. Everybody tune into that part. That's that's extremely powerful. Um, Sylvia, let's talk about the, the little book of big questions for a moment, right? A journal in self-discovery. Um, is that the book that you shared about when you said that that was the book that was yeah, being written was during your process? One. Yeah, that was the first book. And that is, that was the game changer for me. And how the book actually came about was because of what I discovered that day. That for a long time, I struggled. It was like a six year period of back and forth from one job to the next, except for it looked so good because each job was more money. Each job had a better company car, better benefits, bonuses that was the size of some people's salaries, freedom, autonomy, I mean, I'm working outside with the public. A lot of the things that fit um, my personality, but it didn't fit my spirit. So there's mm. that's, that's that. But why that was as prolonged that, as it was, and I don't regret it because I believe that, you know, things are what they, most of things are in divine flow and divine order. But I was asking a lot of terrible questions. What's wrong with me? No cheese down that tube. Why does this keep happening to me? No cheese down that tube. Mm. And what God then uh, later revealed to me, high quality questions will yield you high quality answers. 
low quality questions will yield you low quality answers. And uh, why questions for the most part are not that great. There's times. Yeah. I, the only time I've asked a why question in recent years was when COVID happened. I asked, why is this on the planet now? Why is this happening in my life at this time? I don't usually go why. I'm a what person. What is this here to teach me? How am I to use this? Mm -hmm. What can I do with this? Like that. Why is a why question not so great? Most times why questions are past focus, yeah. right? You know, what has happened? And it usually puts the questioner in the victim seat. What questions are possibility focused? And it usually demands or inspires something different. And I just not that smart to come up with that. So when that revelation came through and I had a first book I had been given uh, the title, but never uh, with my habit of procrastinating, I didn't do anything, didn't do anything. And then I looked up, somebody had published a book with the same title and I had had the title for years and it was called Why Not You? Mm. Didn't write it. And I'm on the bed having another little tantrum with God, like, I can't believe it. How come, blah, 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 you know, whatever. And he goes, why don't you go with who you are? You are an inquisitive being. You love answers and asking questions. In fact, when I was a kid, believe it or not, I don't ask why questions, but when I was a kid, that was my name, Miss Why. Oh. My mother gave me an answer. I go, well, why that? Well, why this? Well, why that? <laughs> And so then he revealed that to me. I sat down and began to think about, well, what would be some questions that will reveal yourself? Um, one more piece I'll say about that and why that's so important is the question, I believe discovery is the most powerful thing that exists on the planet. Mm. Because every single thing that is, Andrew, once wasn't. Yeah. And how it came to be somebody asked the question well why not uh how come or can we and they discovered some things right we're glad that penicillin and flight and technology and zoom and all of these things while they are powerful i believe those discoveries are second to self-discovery mm. so mine is spiritual wow. discovery my relationship the more i can learn about god and how that divine life can be the first the second is self-discovery. Why is that? I don't care how evolved from the president of the United States to some of the most evolved, brilliant minds to someone who's just starting out. Every single time you and I discover one single teeny, itty, witty, bitty, tiny thing about ourselves, in that precise moment, we expand. Mm. In that precise moment, wow. discover something about you, guess what? More of you is now available to you. And the more of you that's available to you, the more empowered you are to leverage yourself consistently in the direction that you want to go. And you're also empowered to leverage yourself with other people. So I believe in asking the questions and high quality questions. And so I wrote the book, a little book of big questions, a journey in self-discovery. And um, it's- um, Powerful. It's very well, powerful. I 
I love the book. I have the book. Um, and so folks, I want to, we'll drop in the uh, show notes where you can pick up the book as well. And in this particular moment, highlighting the power of self-discovery, um, Sylvia, the book is filled with incredible thought provoking questions. Where do you feel guided to go in this moment to have listeners, um, ask themselves the question that lands on your heart in this particular moment? Ooh, wow. There's, there's, there's a standard one for me that you know about from the trainings that you've done with me. And, um, and I, I asked this one in particular when I'm up against it, you know, and kind of feeling stuck. What am I pretending not to know? Mm. Yeah. Am I pretending not to know that I'm discouraged right now? Am I pretending not to know that I'm afraid? Am I pretending not to know that I'm great and amazing and want own my beauty and my success and my power? What am I pretending not to know, right? And um, sometimes we simply don't know and it hasn't been revealed, but there's yeah. other times when we will do false humility and pretend not to know something. There's other times when we'll do avoidance behavior to pretend not to know something. And um, what is so, why that is so important we can't shift what we're unwilling to be with. Mm, yeah, profound. It ain't gonna happen. It just keeps Absolutely. recycling. And and you don't wanna just go, and we try to go around stuff, above it, under it, and, mm. and some things you gotta go through it so you can grow through it. And when mm. you go through yeah. it and grow through it, now your, your platform called your life has just expanded from where you operate from. You know, I'm a big believer that aging is required. Getting old is optional. Mm. Wow. Aging is required. I'm, getting old is optional. Yeah, I'm not getting old. I'm going to keep staying eager, humble, open, hungry mind uh, in awe of life, in awe of humanity, in awe mm. You know, so yeah, you'll have Powerful. to stop me because I start rolling. Just get in there. Yeah, now. listen, listen. You're good. To, you're, you're good to go. I love it. And so, um, just just echoing what was shared, right? So, uh, folks, everybody who's tuned in, ask yourself the question: What are you pretending not to know, right? And in order to go through and go through some things. There needs to be the willingness to be with what is. I think that that's, you know, powerful. Yeah, that's a good, powerful that's a good recap think. of what I just said. Yeah, I got yeah, one man. at Robinson, who you well know, the executive director of Momentum Education. We were doing a course that I think uh, riding ties and challenging times. It was a course that we created together. And, um, you know, we used to say, well, what would you do if you knew you wouldn't fail? I still think that's a great question. But I love the part that he added. He said, what would be the irresistible future that you would create if you knew you wouldn't fail? I think that's mm. a good one to ask in these times. Yeah. What's, oh, what's yeah. so irresistible that if you went for it, if you knew you wouldn't fail, you would go for it. Then that's really what we should be doing. Mm. I love We don't that. have I to know that. the how. Journal. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. So that's a journal worthy uh, exploration to to go on um all right well again book of questions there's tons so sylvia what about i often speak about courage over comfort in my work right it's something that has changed my life talk to us about what courage over comfort looks like in your life right now <sighs> courage over comfort i 
don't know. It's very interesting when I I jump in. You know, it's it's kind of it's, it's it's prophetic in a sense that I was born breached, right? So I came out feet first, right? Which mm-hmm. is you're supposed to come yeah. out the other way, supposedly. Yeah. Um, so I jump in. I, I don't know that I thank God I'm now married and have been for the last 22 years married to an engineer who thinks things through, right? I'm a person that jumps in and then I think about. So I don't know that I ever wait for I don't I don't know how to describe that because someone said you're so courageous and I've never really thought of myself as courageous. Um, but my business, I didn't start it the way most people do. You know, I just went to work one day, had had enough, was sick and tired of being sick and tired, cried at the lake and went to work and said, Hey, I'm giving you my notice with not enough money in the bank, no business plan, no nothing. Just know I'm here to make a difference. And I love people. And that was the beginning of what has now led to aiming high Inc. I'm single. Um, nothing about it was logical. So folks would say that that was extremely courageous. I think here's the thing for me. I, for years, tried to obey my head. But I am a person where my spirit dominates the way I am designed. And every time I try to go with my head, which gives me which tries to keep me in my comfort zone and do the logical stuff. My spirit is very strong. It's a force. It's one would even call it at times it looked rebellious. It's like, no, we're doing this. And what would happen for me, uh, you might as well move with it because eventually you're going to get sick and tired of being sick and tired. Right. Yeah, that part. (laughs) And what I've come to know when you know better, and don't do better and you try to stay where you are that's called hell so I am a person that loves to feel fulfilled and joyful I have a strong belief that life is supposed to be good and great things is the way it's it's supposed to go great for me so I have a very low tolerance for um, staying in things that are comfortable but stagnating yeah i haven't answered your question and i don't know that i really have an answer for it because i'm not one to wallow in comfort when my spirit is crying out for more i have to answer Mm -hmm. so it's a force of god spirit holy spirit that lives in me that just won't allow me to sit in comfort because I'm bored. I used to say to people, I don't know how to be normal. I just, I just, when I was going through those changes and quitting the jobs and getting fired and, and I was like, so like frustrated with myself. Like, how can I just be normal? And I just, I'm not built that way. Now, when it comes to, but I'm a scaredy cat around other things. You'll never catch me jumping out of the airplane. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. try skiing <laughs> and about all the cute ski clothes, but after the bunny slope, forget <laughs> it, count me out. So if right. I could let go some of these control issues I have, I probably <laughs> would find myself more courageous. My vacation and you won't find me parasailing, right? Yeah. If I'm on the boat, I'm the one with my life vest on. 
So in a lot of ways, I'm, I'm not as courageous as other people are. But when it comes to living a life that's fulfilling and mm. joyful and meaningful and having what I want, I will, I will go to distance to, to have a life that uh, I'm a commitment to joy and, and fulfillment and loving what, and having what I love. Yeah, I love that. And I hear that so loud and clear as the willingness to do what your spirit is guiding you to do despite of is the courage, right? Because I think that there's so many people and for anybody who's listening who identifies with this, there's so many people who conform to whatever it is, right? Because of like, that's what it should be and all those things. But to be uh, someone who's willing to ride the wave and go with it because it's like a calling it's you know um and oftentimes could be the much more challenging thing i think that that's you know courage i hear it as courage at its best you just um, struck so. something though you just struck something in order to do it and it's so interesting i am woman 2022 is i am woman 2022 believe mm. i had put these two together to write in this precise moment what allowed me to do that kind of stuff i believe I believe in good. I believe that good wants to happen. I believe that I'm supposed to have good. I believe there's people out there in the world that wants to do good and support me yeah. in whatever. So maybe that's what occurred. I believe in God. I believe he got me. So my belief systems, I think, so overrides. It's sort of like I almost don't need as much courage because the belief in few, I don't know how to explain it. It's just... Mm -hmm one of those things that I'll go for it. Yeah. I will go for it. And um, I don't have a lot. Of, I, and when I'm, when I do have the fear, I have so many tools, as you well know, um, of how to interpret the situation that the fear diminishes. Like I remember when I was going to be on the yeah. Oprah Olivia Life Tour, I was so excited, just like, and I wasn't like a main speaker. I was uh, with the Procter & Gamble panel for um, influential women in the tri-state New York area doing a piece on how to have balance in your life, right? So the whole time I'm excited, I'm excited. And then on the way to the Prudential Center in New Jersey, my stomach started going away, just like nerves, like I hadn't felt in years. Now I realize I'm no longer afraid. I'm now getting to the point of petrified. <laughs> and so, I'm like, oh God. So my sister who noticed it called one of my great friends, Curtis, who you know, and says so she's freaking out. She's trying to act like she's okay, but she's not. So he like supposedly spontaneously called me because he can help me get my mind right pretty quickly, right? And so he says, how you feeling? And I came clean and said, you know, all of a sudden, out of no damn where, I'm nervous as hell. I don't I don't even know what, did, what, what was I thinking about? This is over, like, it's gonna yeah. be, you know what I mean? So all of a sudden I get a little freaked. And um, he's just said a few words to me. He said, well, what's freaking you out then? And it was fame, their mm. fame. And then wow. God said to me, I go, but you know what, Curtis? Fame don't equal better. It's just no more people know their name than mine. I'm gonna do what I've been assigned to do, and I and I and I was very kind of looked shame and like it felt uncomfortable at the end of the panel when the people got done. The line in front of me to talk to me was a snake around the corner, and then the two people wow. that was on the panel with me they had one or two people in front of them, right, to ask them questions. Wow. So um, 
Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just I jump in and then I guess I figure it out and find the courage in the middle of it. I do believe yeah. you have to get up to dance and you mm. figure some of that stuff out in the dance. Yeah, You can't I sit do. on the line sideline and learn the steps and then you're going to dance. It's only mm. so much that practice can do. And at some point, the courage comes and it's developed. The courage I now have is from jumping in, jumping in, jumping in, jumping in, jumping in. And what I would say to people that's needing or feeling intimidated, you got to be different for it to be different. So there was times mm. when I got up to speak, there was no saliva nowhere. My yeah. stomach had left the room. I did it anyway. And then I right. got a little more courage. And then I did it again, and then I did it again, and I did it again. So I'm actually surprised now when I get super nervous. Like, where did that come from? Because um, I have a big belief that, you know, we all been put here on assignment. Yeah. When I, what yeah. if you actually knew that every dream that you had in you, you didn't even come up with? It was divinely mm -hmm. given to you. And you've been chosen as an ambassador for your time here on earth to bring those dreams and those particular fulfillment to the earth as a contribution. So you've been assigned as an ambassador and not only have you been assigned, you've been given the gifts to fulfill mm -hmm. what you've been assigned to do and the resources are all around you to support you to have it. How would we be? That's a question I ask my wow. superchargers. I do a course for people that challenge them to live from their genius. And that's the premise. So I have a lot more freedom with the things that I uh, go for now because I don't believe I'm that smart to come up with my dreams. I believe they have been appointed to me mm. and that I'm an ambassador here to fulfill those things that are being appointed to me. And I have wow. everything in me to do them and everything around me to support me in getting it done. Mm. So that's a long, long answer. It's so good, but I even touched courage. <laughs> you yet, did. You but... did. You 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 brought up so many great, great different aspects. But yes, you you absolutely did. And I love so okay, you mentioned that because you highlight that you have access to a lot of tools. And it, it was a perfect segue because it's actually where I was going to go next, which is for anyone who's listening. And I think there's a great debate, at least I heard of it often in the last year or so, where it's stepping into transformational work, stepping into personal development work, healing work, coaching is more of um, a luxury versus a necessity. And um, I diff I beg to differ. I think that, Absolutely. you know- Absolutely, we're on the same page. Yeah, with the world um, looking the way it is right now, it's it's Honey, listen, a, action. Not not true. Uh, here's what we used to say years ago, back in the '90s, when I first started in transformational work. Um, we used to say that the world was a demand for transformation. Mm. Yeah, as like a, I don't know tagline, whatever you want to call it. I say now that's truth probably was then too but the pain points are so high now that mm. that statement makes complete sense i shiver at the thought i shiver at the thought of what my life would look like had i not had these experience of mm. transformational training oh totally i know uh and this may sound arrogant to mm. some the world would not have gotten what they're getting from me the gift that I am now to the planet, and I still got deficiencies, defects, nowhere close to who I can be or what I can do, but what I have evolved 
to become one is God first and foremost for me. And second are the transformational distinctions. See, people have to understand their tools. It's not about feeling good. It's the power of distinguishing is what we do and what I do. Because when you can bring something from the background to the foreground and have clarity and distinguish yourself inside of a circumstance, inside of a relationship, inside of an emotion, you have clarity and you're therefore able to make choices that you are not able to make minus the ability to distinguish. I could say to myself that morning, I'm intimidated. That's a distinction. Well, what has me intimidated? This. Okay, well, is that true? No. So let's step up and step into, you follow? So it is not a luxury. I think it's a necessity and it's urgently, urgently, urgently needed on the world. If the whole planet could do this work and come and work with me and Momentum Education, I would say we would have a better planet because once you and I and every human being understands, not conceptually, that's the difference, but experientially, have your heart and head marry. I am worthy, I'm enough, and I matter, and so does everybody else. We will live in a world that played win-win, which is at the heart yeah. of what we do. The war is yeah. a war is a byproduct of not being enough or not having enough, not knowing that you matter and others matter. Most of what is, all the isms would be wiped off of the face of the yeah. planet. So. I am, I'm telling you, and it's not because I am in this work, it's because I see the power of what the work can do. You find people that know they matter, people that are living fulfilled lives, describe them to me. What are people like that have tapped into their own birth and their own mattering and they're living on purpose and living not a perfect life, but my life is not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. But it is certainly, for the most part, fulfilling. Are there things I'm frustrated by? Yes. Are there things that I know I should be doing better? Absolutely. Are there times when I get low and down and all of the stuff that everybody else goes through? Absolutely. But I come up pretty quickly, pretty fast, and pretty effectively. Mm. And, And I say the great majority of it is my profound connection to God and this work. I say it's a TKO. Yeah. Two together, it's a powerful combination. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. And what I want to emphasize that I heard you say too is this, you know, things will continue to happen, right? But the tools will support the resiliency to bounce back after it happens. And I think that that's so profound. And so for everybody who's listening, who's been on the fence, uh, you know, should I invest in myself? Should I step into this work? Yes, the answer is yes, now more than ever it's absolutely wanted and needed. So I love that you highlight that, Sylvia. Um, mm-hmm. All right, we're going to move into, and then we'll reverse engineer because you mentioned supercharge and I am going to go back to that so that everybody who's listening, if you all want to up the ante with your your own tools, right? We're going to share out some things that Sylvia is offering. But Sylvia, let's uh, move to the speed round and then okay. we can hear from you about what's coming up. Um, so well, this is speedy a, on the speed rounds. I'm gonna yeah, speedy quick. on the speed rounds. Okay, so this is the final piece. I'm going to it's I call it the forwarding four. 
I will ask you four questions and ask you to answer with the first thing that comes to your mind, knowing that there's no right or wrong answer. Okay. Um, Number one, name one area of your life where you are intentionally healing. Health and wellness. Great. Number two, what did you, physical, got it. Number two, what did you learn about yourself through the pandemic? Um, oh, wow. I'm innovative and um, joyful at the core. Mm. Love it. Number three, this kind of connects to that answer. What do you love most about yourself? Um, I love the way I love. Mm. I love that I I, I, yeah. I love emotional but I I love that about me I it's easy for me to love people Mm. yeah yeah we love that about you too (laughs) thank you uh number four what's your call to action to the collective love Mm. yeah absolutely love everyone there's the call to action the great sylvia hi sylvia thank you let's talk about all of these amazing things you have coming up because i know that folks you know are going to want to be with you in these in these offerings so let's talk about um you want to share about supercharge what does it mean to be supercharged oh man so supercharge is a powerful two-day intensive for high achievers emerging leaders that we'll get to experience in a very powerful way what it means to live from their genius. In some cases, discover their genius if they don't know what that genius is. Um, And I had one of my students talk about how her whole life shifted when she started to put her name in the same sentence as genius. So it's not a how-to course. It's, it's, It's one of the most elevated exploratory profound discovery of the depth and the breadth of that genius that lives inside of you. And um, it's it's incredible. And, and if folks uh, are, are interested, where can we get uh, more yeah, info? Go to my site, which is aiming, like you're pointing at something, A-I-M-I-N-G. Hi, like my last name, H-I-G-H, Inc. I-N-C.com. I have one coming up this weekend. I don't know what was that, April 23rd or 22nd, 23rd, whatever, Saturday and Sunday. And so I have a few spots left for folks that might want to jump in, but it's, it's no joke. It's incredible. It's amazing. Uh, So yeah. So folks, so you hear it. Uh, There's one coming up, right? So life is now Um, move with urgency and I'll drop the website into the show notes so that you could just click with ease and consider being supercharged, right? That's, that's That's amazing. I love it. And, and you mentioned, I am woman 2022 believe. Yes. Did I hear you say that right? <laughs> That's in September and it'll be a virtual okay. experience. So it's open to people from all over the world, that women that all over the world. And um, that's on the site as well. And um, 
you know you've done the momentum education trainings i'm doing a virtual version uh not this weekend but the following weekend and i i should have dates but you know we can get the dates and put it in and that's for people that just want to you know have done it and want to refresh or people that haven't done any transformational work at all it would be the way to open the door and then my very last one that i'll share that's coming up uh in a month or two i do a piece called the infinite journey to i am the premise around that we as human beings are infinite we're not finite we are the only ones that confine and constrict ourselves and it's all about what we believe about ourselves and when we connect with the great i am and really realize that everything that you think and say after i am are the most important thoughts and words that you can speak mm. it's um it's it's a four week course um couple hours a week for four weeks and this one is the um, uh infinite journey to i am uh i am great mm. yeah wow. yeah that's the series it's on your greatness for the next you'll spend four weeks taking a deep dive into your greatness and so that's wow. some of what i got going on Uh, all right all right perfect (laughs) all right everybody so listen there are choices right we love choices so you want to head over to the website to be able to uh, check out each of the upcoming offerings you know and choose what you feel guided to go with um but i want to emphasize the point choose in right to choose in to do this work to gift yourself the the journey you know and um go deeper into you right so that uh, everything gets to shift and you know nothing changes and everything changes right like so I just think it's incredibly powerful Sylvia I want to say thank you for gracing thank you yeah thank you for gracing the space for you and so proud of you and your bright light in the world and uh, keep shining we need the voices we need what you're doing and thank uh, you it's been an absolute honor and a privilege. It, it lights my heart every time I see you um, out Thank in the you. world doing your thing. I love the name, the V-Spot. And, um, <laughs> that, that's the yeah. day I became powerful was the day I became vulnerable. The day mm. I became powerful. Yeah, same. Mm. Yeah. So. That's a game, major game, right? Speaking about game changing, uh, vulnerability was an absolute game changer. Uh, for me, but you know, we, we are exceptionally grateful that you graced the space today. Um, I can't wait for folks, you know, to really jump in and experience you firsthand. Um, you all, then you could let me know why I, you know, I was so excited about having Sylvia here with you. Um, so thank you, Sylvia. And for everybody else who t- tuned in today, thank you for being with us for this episode of the V spot to be continued. Thank you for spending quality time with me in the V-Spot. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe, write a review, and tell a friend to tell a friend to meet us in the V-Spot. If you're interested in learning about ways to work with me, visit the website at www.intentionalhealingandwellness.com and set up a discovery call. You could also join the Intentional Healing and Wellness community on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. I'll catch you soon.